0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of This Show is All About You, a show about all the ways in which you and me connect as we and what that means for all of us. I'm your host, JDK Winnekin. You can find out more about me at my website, that is wordsbyjdk.com, and on my social media feeds at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up my last name, Winnikin, W-Y-N-E-K-E-N, and you'll find me right there smiling at you, ready to chat. Uh, welcome to episode 35 of this show for September 6th, 2021, a national holiday this year, a holiday for me every year because it's my birthday. I say it's your
1: birthday. Ah, there you go. So I had to sing a song. (laughs) That was good.
0: So thanks to the two of you. I'll introduce both of them uh, shortly. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm working on my birthday. Mm -hmm. So such is my dedication to this, that here I am anyway, uh, if you joined us last week, you know that uh, I had a guest in, Jenny Butts, uh, networking uh, whiz. Uh, and we just ran plumb out of time, didn't we, Jenny? Yeah. We ran out of time. So yeah. uh, she was gracious enough to uh, agree to come back in for another episode. So thanks, Jenny, for. Coming in and consider just, it
2: my birthday present to you. Oh, thank you very
0: much. <laughs> and and also also joining the conversation for this episode is is my longtime producer, Stacy Heller.
2: That's right.
0: Who knows a lot about networking herself. And uh so uh in a lot of ways, uh, I was reminded uh in the time since the last show that um I'm doing this show because of networking that I've done with mm-hmm. Stacy and, and others. That's how that's how this all got started. Yes. And um Stacy's producing a number of other shows including her own show because of networking so this is something that all of us are living in in real time here so it's a domino effect it is it is in that sense okay so so today's episode title is networking is life part two
2: so creative because <laughs> we're writers that's I know what we
0: do <laughs> I was really trying <laughs> to come up with like that's uh, what you came up with that's what we came up with I mean it was a busy week. <laughs> Yes, it was a very busy week. So, uh, But we also begin every episode with a haiku. And because Jenny is also a writer, she's published a book, um, I gave her a shot at writing today's haiku. And so, Jenny, I'm going to hand it to you. I'm going to let you go ahead and read today's So
2: if you like it, you're welcome. And if you don't, it's JD's fault.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's my show. The Mm -hmm. buck stops with me.
2: Yep. Networks for all time. Support in trials and joy, providing growth that matters. I can't drop these mics because they're already attached. But <laughs> networks for all time. You read it twice last week. So uh-huh. it? networks for all time, support in trials and joy, providing growth that matters.
0: Very good. Thank you. Those so are
1: good. You write thoughtful haikus. I think I wrote one once that was like,
2: well yours well, are probably limericks. that's something else entirely <laughs> well and when and when
0: you and when your daughter came on she used refrigerator at the end of one because that's that's a, that's a that's a trick from her english uh high school days yeah you can get a lot of Five. Yeah. Uh, refrigerator so anyway <laughs> so thanks for coming back and uh I know one of the things that w- there were several things that we had hoped to get to last week and just simply didn't have a lot of time so um but just to, just to recap generally the the last time we were talking about you know networking is life certainly we're talking about it from a point of view of business cuz you know mm-hmm. that's your background and and in your your position as director of sales and marketing at BNI that's what you do and you've you've experienced that in your own life right. Right? in your own business life and we talked about how though that also matters a lot in our personal lives mm-hmm. that this isn't networking isn't necessarily something that is not innate to human's ability right. to do and in retros, you know, looking back on uh, over the week on on where we could go with this. I know we wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of subjects. I think we can bre- we can kind of umbrella over the top of them like maybe what are the challenges? We we made mm. it we made it sound fantastic mm-hmm. last time and it is. It is. It is. Networking is really a powerful thing and can be used in a number of different ways as a really important tool to go alongside really individual hard work that people do mm-hmm. in their business or right or in their nonprofit. Yeah. Uh but what are some of the? Maybe we could talk about maybe some of the challenges that are involved in maybe becoming a good networker. Mm-hmm. What helps people succeed? What are the what are the hurdles? I'm sure you've seen that a lot yes. in some things. And and Stacy has mm-hmm. has thoughts. You don't have to raise your hand in here, Stacy. No, <laughs> I,
1: you guys are teachers, so <laughs> I appreciate or, it. Were yeah yeah were I, I I will let you guys do uh, 99 of the talking. However, I would think that the most important thing is that you can't stink. If you're going to network, then the, the business or the person or the not-for-profit or whatever it is has to be quality. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I realize that that's subjective. Right. However, mm-hmm. things that typically spread and gain momentum and word of mouth and reputation, et cetera, et cetera, are quality. Yes. So I'm
2: just going to start with quality. I feel like we're just beginning an episode of Family Feud. <laughs> and that would ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we'd give you a number of points. <laughs> Thank um, you. Thank I you think very That's much. a great one. Well, and I'm, is, I'm out. <laughs> oh,
0: no, that's yes. good. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So, I mean, to be effective, you need mm-hmm. to be quality at what at what you do yeah. to begin with. Okay.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think if one is not, because it's probably a sliding scale and all of us hopefully are better now than we were five or 10 years ago, um, then I think networking has multiple, uh, motivations for you. You want to align yourself with the people and the resources that can help you be better. Uh, because I know I, I didn't know anything about business when I started my business. Mm-hmm. And so I was in this group of people that met every week and I, had someone who helped me expertly design a website. I didn't know about that. I right. had a business coach who said, this is how you file to become a business. Mm-hmm. I had a videographer who said, these are the kinds of reels that we do for speakers. You know, I had all of these people around me who could, I was. I felt like I was good at what I was doing, but they also introduced me to other people who knew what they were doing. So then I could go, oh, I could do that. That could raise me to the next level.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, well, when... Good answer, Stacey. That is. Thank you. It's good. Well,
1: I I just think that if you are not a quality fill in the blank, then networking uh, it becomes reputation. Like you know, if you have a bad experience, they say that you tell like ten people versus a good experience, you're only going to tell a couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go.
0: Well, and and I know thinking on on my own journey to you know writing my book and then figuring out how to pitch it everything from social media using that effectively to doing podcasts. I didn't, again, I said it last week, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And so for me to then to have people in my networking circles who could connect me with that. I mean, that's <laughs> essentially everything I'm doing, you know, uh, with, as a writer mm-hmm. and as a you know podcast host comes from that. So, right. Uh, and again, I mean, for me, I didn't, I didn't know much about business either. And I've mm-hmm. learned a lot that way. Um, and I think what ends up happening, at least it's been the case with this show and with my writing and things, is that when you're surrounded by quality people, you know, it it just takes the quality you've got and can just improve it. Yes, more. Right? Yes, and and it's taught me more flexibility and more of an ability to go, okay, I'm not really as good at that as I thought, or you know, uh, right. I hadn't thought of this idea. It can it can be a little humbling. right? Oh, for In sure. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think it also can give you confidence because you can say. Oh, objectively, other people are looking at my work, my product, my service, and telling other people about it. So there must be something good to it. Mm-hmm. So you get you get a sober assessment, right? Whether right. it's good or bad, to just have somebody go, well, actually, that you know, this is not up to par with some of these other businesses. People will tell you that, or you won't get the gig again, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. On the at this, on the other hand. People will say, no, you're the best I've seen, or this is the best I've eaten, or you know, whatever your
0: problem mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so it gets me wondering with all of that. That's the that, I love that idea starting with quality and now I'm thinking of family feud and what's gonna be on, <laughs> what's gonna be on the other bars. Um, but I'm I'm wondering, let's say, I mean, what what do you say when people ask you or um that is this is this something is networking more for the extroverted mm. than the introverted? Because I'm just trying to think outside, like somebody looking in, going, "Okay, maybe I have this business that I'm wanting to put together. I've always wanted to do this, but I'm so fill in the blank shy. I'm so uh, I get tired too easily. I don't even know where to start. You know what? That's one challenge I think would be good to talk about. What What Mm -hmm. do you encounter with that, and how do you answer that?
2: I have probably run into more introverted networkers in the last two or three years um, than. I would have anticipated in the years leading up to that. And I think one of the reasons intentional and structured networking appeals to introverts is because there's a plan. And many introverts, I'm not broad stroking. I know that there are exceptions and we're all unique individuals created very special. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part in the people I know and talk to, introverts like to have a plan. They don't like to to wing it. An extrovert, I love walking into a room of strangers and I'll just figure it out. I'll talk to somebody. Right. Um, but introverts do not love that. Yeah, I'm the
0: same as you. And you
2: and I think to have some sort of a plan or a structure. I read a really great book earlier this spring as we were preparing for a conference. It's called The Introvert's Edge to Networking by Matthew Pollard, and I learned a lot as an extrovert looking and looking at who's going to be at an event ahead of time, uh, following up with people, sending emails before the event, um, choosing one or two people, having a strategy about who you want to meet which industries would help complement your business and i think whether you're an introvert or an extrovert you can never overestimate the importance of well placed questions because mm-hmm. i've left so many networking events where people will say i really like that jenny butts and i have not told them anything about myself but i have made them talk about themselves in a way that made them comfortable and excited about what they do and who they are mm-hmm. that, that that they thought i like they like me But it wasn't me they liked. They just liked the experience of talking with me. And I think having good questions instead of going, so tell me what you do, which is, you know, standard fare at every networking event. I have always been uh, counseling people and trying to practice myself asking better questions. And that's helpful for introverts. It's helpful for extroverts, too, because then I stop telling all my stories. Right. And I'll say, like, if you have this on your calendar, what's the thing? that would make you so excited when you get up in the morning about your job? Like, oh, good, I get to do this today. What's the thing that lights you up? Or who have been your most unusual clients? And to ask different kinds of questions that get something else, to plan those ahead of time when you come into a room, I think makes introverts more comfortable and makes extroverts less
0: chatty. Stacy, you had a thought on this. Because mm-hmm. you, you you are not the type of person who can just walk into a room. And
1: No, it terrifies me. Okay. I am so perceived. Everyone assumes that I am a total extrovert and I have learned to become an extrovert because I had great feedback from someone that once told me that I seemed standoffish mm. because I'm articulate and when pulled into a conversation, I can engage. And so there's therefore an assumption that like, oh, she's warm and friendly and whatever. However, walking into a room... That is like my idea of personal hell. And I don't know where to go, who to talk to. I feel like I'm interrupting. Like they're already engaged in conversation and, you know, whatever it is. So I have had to teach myself because the thought of being thought of as standoffish is just horrible. However, I do something similar to what you're suggesting, Jenny, with, you know, I'll start something off, especially with Zoom things and that kind of thing where you're doing like speed networking or something. You know, I'm like, so roofs, how many have you fallen off of?
0: (laughs) To the roofers? (laughs)
1: Yes. You know, or, you know, just like random, like the question that I go immediately to like the elephant question because I'm like, (laughs) I never met an elephant that didn't diffuse a situation. Mm. Like it's sitting there in the room anyway, so Mm. we might as well talk about Mm -hmm. it. And so I immediately go there and then the person is like, oh, I love that. Similar to what you were saying.
0: It's interesting. I, I'm looking back on my early experiences and I think I spent a lot of time figuring out who were the real quality people who had a lot of experience mm-hmm. in networking in the room and listening to how they and watching mm-hmm. when we could actually be in person, you know, right. watching how they would interact with people. And and it's interesting because the best ones, are it's all real genuine. Right? It's, yes. And and everything you're saying makes sense. I could see that there are ones that I know that would practice and have those things ready mm-hmm. to, to ask. But it comes off in a way because they genuinely want to know. Just because it's a practice question doesn't mean they don't genuinely want to know it. For sure. You know, That's, so, yeah. yeah.
2: That's one of the things I liked best about this book is he said when people are skeptical of the idea of having, having your story ready, if somebody says, what do you do, have it ready, have prepared answers, have prepared questions, and people say, oh, that will feel so canned. I'd, I'd I'd rather it be more spontaneous. He said, "Well, how many how many times do you think an actor goes through their lines to make it sound like they haven't practiced and it's a it's a <laughs> written line? Yeah. Uh, if you do it well and you do it enough, then it will be organic. It will be natural because it is your business and it's your story. Mm-hmm. But to ha- to rehearse it so that it sounds natural will be something that makes you feel comfortable."
0: Yeah, and it's that that's really it's really good for me to hear sometimes because I can sometimes just shoot from the hip. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm confident that I can do it. And at the same time, I have seen in certain instances in, in retrospect coming out of something where if I would have been a little more um, condensed, totally, I probably would have been better off. Yes. In that sense. So so it is, It is a, and I guess that's the, the larger point is that it's not innate to extroverts to be successful as networking. It's a practiced... It's, it's a practice, practice. Right.
2: And extroverts and introverts, all kinds of personalities, because I think networking has to be perceived as a part of a larger marketing plan for your business. Mm-hmm. If, if marketing is getting your goods and services in your name um, and the products you sell in your company, getting it in front of the people who are looking for it as a, as a bigger picture of how you market your business. Networking is part of that because you want to meet people who know people, even if you don't need what I sell you know somebody who needs what i sell and my goal at any networking event is not to sell my goal at a networking event is to start building relationships because i can't control how much money or interest or hurry or anything you have in your in in your life right now mm-hmm. for my product or service but i can help Im, i can influence the amount of trust mm-hmm. but i can't do that if i'm shoving my business card in your hand at an event and i'm saying to you immediately do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? Because networking isn't for selling. Networking is for building relationships. So if we can all just take a beat when we walk into those situations, we don't have to feel the pressure to come away with an invoice that we sold right then and there. Because nobody goes to these saying, I hope I meet someone who sells insurance. I need some insurance. That's not why we're there, right? We're there to build relationships. Well, and then
1: you learn that like, because of them genuinely loving what they do, they share why they sell insurance. And you're like, oh, I should probably get that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is the person that I want to get it from because of their story or because of how they handle it or the the glimpse into their character that -hmm. that you get. It's a really, that's a really great distinction. I hadn't thought about it that way that, you know, people aren't going there to sell stuff because it's in the end, it's business. You're trying to make, you know, and yet i that's a much better entry point. <laughs> right. And I think
2: everybody just breathes a little bit more easily because the, then the goal at the end, and we should always go into a networking event with a goal. The goal in the networking is to say, I'm going to follow up with these people and have coffee, or I'm going to follow up and make a connection for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole giver's gain in B&I. How can I help you with your business? So if I walk into a networking event and say, how can I help you with your business? No one will feel threatened. You know, you oh, I hear you need to know somebody who's the roofer. <laughs> I I have a guy. I I got a guy. Let me connect you. I'm not asking you for anything, but you will be predisposed to help me when mm-hmm. I do ask mm-hmm. because I've already made a connection.
0: It's it's really fun to be able to tell people that you got a you know a guy. You I know a guy. guy. I know a guy. For I got sure. a guy, right? I you feel like I know a New someone. Yorker
1: in a trench coat. Like yeah. I got <laughs> a guy. And it's,
0: and it's and it's it's really it's really rewarding on a personal level too. You know, if it's a if it's a friend or or somebody you know that they're needing help for something. And and it does take a little while to learn to get the ear I've I've noticed, mm-hmm. the networking mm-hmm. ear to remember. Like early on when I was doing some of this for myself, I'd walk out of situations, be driving down the road and go, Oh, I should have said something to that person about this person I know. They said they needed this and I forgot that. So then I'd have to follow back around, you know, with the email, you know, that type of right. thing. But it is fun to be able to, feels good Yeah. to be able to say, you know, people that can help. Yeah. I helped you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so with that, so that's one area of challenge, right? So maybe, maybe kind of taking a, a bigger look at things. Uh, we live and we've just lived through what hopefully is the most difficult economic situation of our lifetimes let's hope it doesn't you know get worse and we talked a little bit last time about how important networking has been for a a lot of businesses Mm -hmm. right Uh, that you know obviously the hard work to keep going but the networking can help with ideas of how to keep going and support and that type of thing of certainly it seems to me that that networking when done well could really really positively affect however the economy is going to look Coming out of COVID, are right. we going to be more virtual? Are we going to be? Are there going to be less brick and mortar stores? You know, right. these these are questions that people are asking. Right. Um, and then of course there's all the discussions about about equity and inclusivity and and, and helping uh, minority-owned businesses mm-hmm. get going, which of course would excel and do wonderfully in networking. Right. right. <laughs> both both contributing and and benefiting. Right. Boy, I don't even know where to go with any of that because it's a big question. I'm chuckling because,
1: because it's two white women and one white male talking about <laughs> right. inclusion and diversity and equity and, you know, like that right there. I mean, the good news is, right, we're talking about it. Yeah. And it's something that we we recognize it's important.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a challenge, isn't it?
2: It is. And we've been having a lot of conversations about that in the – Business circles that I'm part of because networking can be a huge part of that. We tend to gravitate toward people who are like us. Mm -hmm. We grow up in families and we live and run in places where people are very much like us. And in networking events, I think it's very natural for us to make a beeline for people who look just like us or people we already know and to Mm -hmm. be intentional about reaching out to people. And I have found it, it's it got to be all kinds of diversity because I've been in chapters that are b i chapters or even chambers of commerce that are overwhelmingly male. And a woman coming in adds diversity. I have also been on lots of Zoom calls where there are lots and lots of white people and no other faces. Mm-hmm. That's not good for business and it's not good for us as a society. Mm-hmm. So in the networking portion of what we're doing for business, we can be intentional about not seeking out people who are just like us. So I'm always going to try to find somebody who doesn't have gray hair. I wanna know what a different (laughs) perspective is somebody who's not 50 plus. Mm -hmm. I also don't want to only have networking circles that are just white people since I'm white. Mm -hmm. I want to have different ethnic socioeconomic, religion, country backgrounds. I love that we're part of a global organization because I get to hear how different economies work, different cultures work, mm-hmm. and I think that's so important for us at the very very least in when we talk about business networking, having diverse networks is good for our business. Mm-hmm. Because if I have connections to a group that's not like me, I have access to customers who are not like me. So from a, a revenue standpoint it just makes good business sense. Mm-hmm but it also makes us good global citizens to see business and life from a different perspective mm-hmm. but it's not natural for all of us and i think part of the part of the discussion if i can even you know venture in part of the discussion about white privilege is for years and years we white business people have not had to even consider it mm-hmm. we walk into rooms and feel comfortable mm-hmm. that's part of why we're having these discussions because we're we're having more awareness Many people who are minority-owned businesses or employees are walking into a place and saying, I'm not sure if it's safe, let alone if people will do business with me here. Right. And so I think it's so important that we're having the conversations and listening to perspectives and using respect and kindness in asking about business and being inclusive in our language, in our body language. Mm -hmm. Um, and And I think we are starting to have the important conversations that will make a difference.
0: I And that's to me, that's the 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 really positive part of of what we're talking about is the very idea that all the things we've just been talking about, how to network, they are shaped by the people that we network mm-hmm. with and the experiences that people have, whether they're from, you know, their differences because of, of where they come from or what religion they are. Those things teach skills of how to mm-hmm. interact. And again, bringing it back to the, I love the global citizen idea. Mm hmm of how do we best approach people, we should probably have an idea, a better idea of their experience. For sure. You know, and, and it's not a one size fits all uh, type of approach. And, and to me, I guess that's what's always felt so exciting about becoming a better networker, whether, yeah. you know, whether it's for my own stuff or in a job, uh, because it provides that opportunity for me to continue to grow as a human the way I've kind of always wanted to.
2: Right. And it's beautiful it dovetails with our background as educators. That's true. Because I taught a foreign language, you taught history. We're constantly encouraging students to expand their horizons, mm-hmm. and and now this is just a different layer of that in business networking. Too.
0: Absolutely, and and to learn not just about you know differing perspectives and experiences, but also you know the you know, things like what not to do. Right? There's there's the 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 real bad far end of networking. Of course, would be nepotism or you know right. cronyism that type of thing, um, not to necessarily tie this directly to government, but certainly when when a new government in any, in any country comes into power, a cabinet is put together by people that right. are known to the person who's yeah. just won the election, right? Yeah. Or are trusted or are networked. So you, you get that. The worst case scenario of that is that it's, you know, currying favor or, you know, providing favors, that type of thing. But what that's so few compared to the type of networking that we're talking about. Correct. You know, so if we're talking about that as a kind of a top down kind of set of problems, the potential and what we're talking about as we all have these conversations and all recognize our inability to answer every single question that comes up about this. Yeah. Right. Because of our experience and how limited it is in in some capacities. That bottom up change of connecting and networking with people seems that's really where I think a lot of the power is. And I, I sure. find myself really hoping the coming out of COVID, as we have this opportunity to reshape how we do these things,
1: mm-hmm. it's modeling. Yeah, and I have a firm belief that, and I have passed it on to my kids, and I pass it on to you and anyone listening. It is far better to ask questions than make assumptions.
2: Yes, because how can you how can you assume there's there's not information you don't have? There's always information we don't have, always. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that elephant
1: that I love. I love myself an outlier. Like I do, because I actually feel like an outlier in some way. I and so I really personally, Jenny, you were talking about, you know, who you gravitate to in an effort to mix it up a bit. And I am always looking for the person that I can tell feels just like me Mm -hmm. for something. And I'm like, we may not look the same. We may not be from the same place. We may not, you know, whatever it is but i just found a connection we both
2: are uncomfortable ah, right let's start there <laughs> right hold my hand exactly <laughs> like let's do this
0: man it's it it's it's really amazing to me how the threads of all this really do it intersects with everything about what it means to it's be. It's life. People. It is life.
2: Networking is life.
0: This show is all about you and me and how we connect as we and what it means for all of us. See, there's a there's a mm-hmm. beauty to this dance. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, we've gone all the way up to our time. Uh, look at that. So, well, thanks again, Jenny, for coming back in and diving into yeah, some of these things. I can see some ideas for, you know, bringing other guests in who, you know, certainly might be able to share their experiences on yeah. this in more ways. But uh, I appreciate you coming in. Stacey, thanks for, uh, for chiming in as well and uh, thanks to all of you out there listening thanks for uh st- sticking around for this episode of this show is all about you i am jdk Winnikin. until next time chins up everyone